Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Bow, bow, bow. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Hi there. Welcome along to the latest episode of the Ripley Odyssey. We're looking at the Ripley's Believe It or Not 2020 book, which came out just before Christmas. But hey, it's not just for Christmas. It's forever, if you Mm. want it to be. A lot of people, it's real shame, but I saw something on YouTube about how a lot of people buy their kids sort of in haste a Ripley's, believe it or not, annual for Christmas. Yeah. And then as soon as like the 27th or 28th of December, a lot of them are found in sacks at the bottom of the Thames or whatever river you oh, live near. And yeah. people take a, people take them, they don't know what to do with them. After Christmas Day and Boxing Day, it's all a bit mm-hmm. fun. Then after that... I don't know. It cuts up the house. I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. The kids read it all, and so what, what they they it was this horrible, horrible film I saw about how they'd found two copies of Ripley's Believe It or Not in a bag with rocks in it. Yeah, I was going to say they hooked the tail and down with bricks. Don't yeah, they? and it had, it had, it had tied it up and they put rocks in it and it had sunk <sighs> to the bottom and and both books unfortunately were so water damaged that they were basically useless. I mean, they could have donated them to a book shelter. Yeah. And then someone could have come along and adopted them. A loving home. Yeah. Why not? Sad, well, isn't it? That's, these people are sick, basically. They're sick yeah. bastards. And do you know what else? They're ignorant. Yeah, that as well. Fuck them. Mm. Right. Um, all right, then let's, let's crack on, shall we? We need to find a random number mm. of one of the pages in this book. Uncaged so, the blob. I've uncaged the blob. It's already here. It's, it's sitting mm. at my feet. Uh, I've been stroking it and feeding it treats. Yeah. Um, and now what it's sort of time. What treats does it like? Just like little um, dry roasted peanuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that before. Yeah. So um, I'll get it to do its thing. Go on then. Just got to give it a smack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Not in a mean way. You just give it a firm no, snap just, yeah, to just show like, it. Like a jockey. D- with the yeah, whip. exactly. Exactly, yeah. and in a way, they like it. Yeah, hundred and twenty. This is. Do you know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? There's a, there's a market for. What's that? If I can still exploit some of my old contacts in magazine publishing, mm-hmm. um, um, your blob or blob and blob keeping. Yes, which definitely. Is a, a, mag- a magazine for people who own blobs. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, just like a forum for people to get news, updates, tips, nice stories, that sort of thing. We could, I mean, you could have your blob as a monthly. You could also have another one, which is for people who like to show their blobs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? In blob shows. Oh, yeah. Blob shows, national blob shows, yeah. international blob shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, and don't then you get whether, your, I don't know whether the you two t- overlap or not, whether they need to be separate magazines. 
I think it would be a pull-out supplement once yeah, a year. in the middle. Show blob. Yeah. Show blob. You and your blob, and issue one has a pull-out on the best blob shows of the season, and I'm picturing the cover of you, Andy Dawson, podcasting celebrity, right, with your blob. Mm. Maybe, I don't know whether it'd be at home in your rig or, or out on yeah. some uh, out in some meadows in the wayside area walking it i think i think maybe we'd be on um a, a penny farthing and it would be sitting on my shoulder <laughs> and i'd be feeding yeah. it a, a dry roasted nut and That'll you'd be, be nice. just r- riding around sunderland yeah showing we'll, it off really we'll do, we'll do it in the sunshine when we yeah, get a bit of sunshine we'll do it then great so quite ironic kind of in the tone of what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, page 120 mm. is a picture, a massive picture of a dog. Um, and it says, smushed smile. And this dog is called Botox. Um, mm. Pronounced like Botox, it says. And yeah. it has its skull squished in the womb. So it's quite yeah. an odd-shaped head. Um, Ripley, what it looks like. To, to, I think the best description of the head is when you're in the um, House of Mirrors at the bit, fair, yeah. mm. and it's like two sides of the same head, if yeah. you see what I mean, squished yeah. together. It's very peculiar, but the best thing about this dog, by a million miles, that you've yet to mention, is that the dog <laughs> is sporting a very fetching green tie around his neck. Yeah. In a bright green colour with three red love hearts down mm-hmm. the middle of it. And I think anyone who knows you or I know that one of the things we like most is dogs in ties. Of course it is, yeah. I mean, it's almost it was almost a magazine we tried to launch, wasn't it? Yeah, dogs, in ties. dogs in ties. Dogs in ties monthly. <laughs> yeah, it's got three love hearts. I wonder if that's like when um, a, a team that's won the Champions League has a star under its badge. Mm. Do you think it's something similar to that? He's won three championships of some sort. It, 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 it's got a... Hall of Mirrors sort of look about it. It's also got a kind of look, you know, when you get your dog in a headlock sometimes. Yeah. And give it a <laughs> give it a bit of a rub on the head. They like they like that. Yeah, it's got a bit of that about it as well. But mm. he seems very happy. His tongue looks very healthy. Um he doesn't seem to be bothered that his head's been smashed in in the womb. See that tongue, it reminds me of my dog, Bella's tongue. Right. Um God rest her soul. You're getting a tongue flashback. It, uh, yeah, and I don't know, this is whether it's a weird feel or not, but I want to open up to you and see if, if you can relate to this in any way, or if not, maybe one of the cunts as well. But when you, when you see a great big pink tongue mm. like that coming mm. out of a dog's mouth, sometimes does it make... When I ate meat, it made mm. me hungry because it looked like a delicious piece of roasted ham. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That one really it, does. It, it looks like cured meat. I know this is cruel... Mm-hmm. But I look at that tongue and it looks fucking delicious. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I want to eat that dog's tongue. Yeah. And I'm not even a meat eater, so it's quite... That's just testament to how delicious it looks. I mean, I'm sure some of the listeners have bought this book and are reading mm. along with us. And I yeah. reckon 95% of them would agree. That yeah. is, an, that is a very edible dog tongue. Good. I went out on a limb there. I mean, I often open up about things on this podcast, and mm-hmm. it's always a gamble as to whether you're going to relate or go actually saying that's no, weird. I'm, and I'm right with you there. You're a monster. Do you reckon? But, um, do you reckon the nose would be tasty as well? Yeah, I mean, 
I look at that nose and I imagine it as I'm a big fan of licorice. I don't know about you, but I love licorice. Not really. And and I I look at that as a, a big bit of solid licorice. Yeah. <laughs> Lic- licorice uh, and ham on and, and all. For me, it's got the kind of consistency of a um, something from a bush took a challenge from I'm a celebrity. It looks mm. quite chewy, like a kangaroo's anus almost. If we did a. Uh, a budget version of I'm a Celebrity where we just sent them to somewhere in the north of England as opposed mm. to and they go right uh, here are our doors. celebs here are our celebs uh, Mad Lizzie and <laughs> <laughs> and Gary Wilmot the, the man and, the man one off the crankies <laughs> now you have been nominated for the Bush Tucker trial and here it is you're going to eat a dog old Labrador we found one <laughs> up the slaggy Right, uh, you're going to eat it bit by bit, though. Tongue first, then nose, then we'll move on to the other bits. Are you ready to do this? Ever eaten an old dog before, Gary Wilbot? No, bet you haven't. Don't worry, it'll be fine. Have you had your injections? Did I tell you that I was incredibly close to Gary Wilmot's erect nipples a few months ago? No, tell me about it. Again, this is tell another one it. I've held back, I think. It was, yeah, last, wow. it, was, it was last summer when I was down in London for a few days with my daughter. And we took sort of in, shit that happens in took, London, isn't it? In, well, exactly. I wasn't expecting it. Took in a couple of shows, and one of them was um, a, a musical version of the Mr. Gum books. I don't know if you're familiar Gum. with them. Yeah. Andy Stanton. Yeah, Andy I love Stanton. them. Great yeah, they're books. hilarious. Great yeah. books. So there was a musical version of it on, and um, Steve First, who plays Lenny Beige... Oh yeah, I love Steve first. Steve's yeah. great. He was he was Mr. Gum. And Gary Wilmot was one of the other supporting characters in it. But he was wearing um it was almost like a, a flesh covered top. And I can't right. remember why. It was it was supposed to be topless, I assume. But it yeah. was very tight and his nipples were quite erect. And I was in the Ooh. front row and I was oh. I was you know, within about six feet of, of If they'd Wilmot's become nipples. any more erect, they could have touched you. They could have t- could have had my eye out. Yeah. Couldn't they? But, uh, yeah, how did we get onto that? Oh, yeah, Northern um, Dog Eating. Northern, I'm a celebrity. I'm a a southern celebrity. Get me out of the north. Get me out of the north. I'm going to predict that little bit you said there about eating the dog is going to be one of the most controversial things that's happened on this podcast. What? Well, no. Yeah. It's this morning all over again. Yeah, I think it might be. I think you crossed the line there. Well, I wasn't saying that we should eat a dog. Yeah, I was, you were. It was it was a mad flight of fancy in which I was imagining a television show <sighs> in which Gary Wilmot was invited to eat a dog. Yeah. I mean, may I stress, this is not any kind of world I want to live in. Okay. Where that's Gar- Gary Wilmot or anyone else wants to eat a dog. I'm a dog lover. I mm-hmm. would never eat a dog. And I say to our Korean cousins that you know, I I respect your culture. And there, are, there is nothing to say that ours is any better than yours. But mm. I am disgusted by dog eating, and right. I, I would urge you to knock it on the head. In fact, go full vegetarian like me. Yeah, or even vegan. Mm. Do you think it's a matter of time before you become vegan, Sam? I'm thinking about it a lot recently, oh, yeah. but my family aren't keen at all. Oh, really? So you've sort of leapfrogged your wife I have in a way. as the veggie? I have in a way, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about it a lot. Mm. Um I think probably when you're veggie, you tend to eat more eggs for the protein content. Right, yeah. So you want to make and life course, harder for yourself. Eggs, eggs are very volatile, are very um, versatile and mm. volatile, as I was going <laughs> to say. But um, 
a vegan friend of mine did used to eat eggs because he said, I'm not proper vegan. Mm -hmm. He said, I just don't eat anything that is animal bothering. He goes, if it bothers an animal, I'm not having it. And he went, but if you get organic free-range eggs, I don't see that as bothering an animal because the eggs just fallen out of the fucking chicken. Chicken doesn't care what you do with that afterwards. Kind of like eating chicken shit almost. Exactly, which you probably would do again. So, And there's probably plenty of protein in that. So... If I could find a way to continue with the eggs, yeah, maybe I'll do it. Well, you don't maybe have I'll to have do these it. labels. Do what you want. Be mostly vegan and eat eggs. I'm non-binary. That's Are what you? people don't understand. I'm non-binary yeah. when it comes to my eating habits. Right. Hey, uh, talking of um, my personal lifestyle choices. Yeah, well, I let's, let's, am, why not, yeah. I'm seriously, seriously, seriously researching getting a, um office pod uh, office slash podcasting rig, rig like we've always talked about in the garden in the garden i've done my research i've even had phone calls from overly keen salespeople having for having uh, who have spotted me looking at their website online mm-hmm. and i'm really excited about it mate imagine the rig that i could establish out in my back garden they're surprisingly affordable Although if there are any cunters out there who um, are involved in the world of office garden pods, then or log cabins, please do get in touch. There was there was someone was there not someone who was going to do you a deal? A builder, I think, said that he could put it together. I'll look back if he's listening. Get back in touch. If not, I'm going to look back through our emails because um, they send some of these places. You buy it flat pack. And a bloke spoke to this morning. I'd I'd seen his prices, and I was astounded by how how much cheaper they were by anyone else online. So I gave right. him a call, and then I established only halfway through the call that the reason they were cheaper is that he doesn't do assembly. But he's gone, ah, oh, no, we don't assemble them, but don't worry, it's all flat pack. And I said, I'm fucking look at them, they're like whole houses. No, 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 it's just a few panels, and it all basically clicks together like Lego. And I'm like, mate. Mate, I have to get my mate Todd round just to fucking hang a picture on the wall. I'm that fucking <gasps> terrible at anything practical. I yeah, s- the chance of me putting together this fucking rig in the garden is zero. No, it'll be fine, mate. Don't worry. It's, it's just like one of them fucking flat pack things from IKEA, but the instruction book's a bit bigger. Yeah, that's what that is pretty much what he said. Bullshit, isn't it? You definitely need two people, whereas yeah. usually it says two people, but you can kind of get away with it with one. This Nine one you times will out need of ten. To. Now and again, it'll break and fall apart, and you're fucked. But we've had, we've had a, you know, we've been. I've been in this job five years. We've had two deaths from, you know, <laughs> roof panels falling on people's head, and that's it. Which ain't bad going. <laughs> Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. Shall we continue with this? Um, yeah. The other side of this pitch because there's yeah a because fan... there is I, there's one of my favourite pit well not favourite but one of the <laughs> yeah. most alarming what? and striking images yeah. in the whole book. I was I was going to say one of the most notable pictures in the book. Um, yeah, which, notable, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll hand over the floor to you, Sam, and you can describe what you can see. Well, it is a goose. Is it a goose? It's a goose. Yeah. It's a goose, and the look on the goose's face is one of extreme alarm, isn't it? Its eyes are mm-hmm. wide open and its mouth is gorping. Mm-hmm. And unsurprising, really, because there is an arrow that has gone straight through the cunt's head. Yeah. Right? But yep. it's still alive because it has missed all the vital organs. It's one of those. You sometimes uh, hear yep. about people being shot and um, the bullet passing through their body and not touching anything important. And, and that little... is what's happened to this lucky goose. And I, I like what they do when they do big arrows to really explain what you're seeing in yeah. case you don't comprehend it. Yeah. And they've done a big red arrow pointing at the arrow and they've written, Arrow, just missed vital organs. <laughs> and have you noticed as well what the background of the picture is as well, Sam? A target. It's a target. Yeah, put a target <laughs> behind it. in the middle of the target with you the hit, arrow going the goose, through his head. Fucking bullseye. Right? <laughs> and it's gone. The arrows, obviously, they've, they've cut off the... the um, the tip and and the feather off the arrow, so it's just the yeah. shaft, uh, and it's going underneath its eye, and it comes out the other side. I also assume underneath. I wonder the if eye. James Whale was involved in this. Mm, very when possibly. Ja- when I told you, J- James Whale is an expert archer who he once did. threatens to um, shoot me with an arrow. He did with his bow and arrow. Yeah, um, I mean this this was in Plymouth, Massachusetts. So this might have been a James yeah, Whale holiday. He, he, he gets about. Yeah, uh, a, a goose in Plymouth, Massachusetts survived after being shot in the head with an arrow. Through pure luck, the arrow missed vital organs and the bird didn't even bleed when it was removed. Mm-hmm. Staff at the New England Wildlife Centre were able to release the fortunate fowl back into the wild a month later. See that? I didn't even fucking bleed. Took it no, straight out. I fucking blood. I, ju- I said, Doc, take. Uh, there's an arrow's gone through my head. Take the cunt <laughs> out because I've got a busy <laughs> schedule on today. <laughs> and that's what he did. He pulled it clean out, and I just went off on my merry way. Job done. No intention of bleeding, so, you know. No fucking... Hey, well, it's going to take more than that to they, fucking slow down old Gary Goose here. They kept the fucker there you. for a... They kept the fucker there for a month? What are they keeping for the month for? They've pulled what it the out. Fu- he hasn't hey, bled. Let him go. Hey, hey Doc. Doc. C- can you... Can I have a quick word? I've been here practically a fucking month now, right? The arrow... It came out weeks ago. Not a drop of fucking blood spilled out of me. And yet I'm sat here like a cunt. The wo- the world's still fucking turning, right? I've missed out on God knows how much work, right? You know I'm freelance, so time's money, right? I'm a freelance goose. And, uh, you know, I'm just saying, when are you going to fucking discharge me? 
because I'm wasting my fucking time here. There were no vital organs fucking touched, so I, I don't see the point in it. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Gary. He'd be all right now, though, won't he? He'll have a nice big hole in the side of his head, either side. Oh, yeah, because it's a talking point when he's chatting up the lady geese. Talking points! Hmm. Anything else? All right, girls, I see a few of you have been eyeing this uh, hole in me head. Yeah. Yeah, funny story, actually. Arrow went clean fucking through it. Didn't Didn't even even bleed. bleed. (laughs) Right, what else have we got? Anything else of note on that page? I'm just going to go off the headlines. Um, Deadly tinsel. I like the sound of that. Uh, A five-foot-long, venomous, red-bellied black snake wrapped itself around a family Christmas tree at a home in Melbourne, Australia, before being removed by snake catcher Raymond Hoser. Raymond, hello. Raymond Raymond Hoser. Snake catcher, how can I help? Oh, Raymond, you've got to come quick. Is a fucking snake's ripped his throat around a Christmas tree. Nah, calm yourself down. It's no problem. I'm just going to finish my, my tinny and then I'll be rounding the ute to capture that fucking snake. <laughs> what colour is it? <laughs> it's got a red belly. Yeah, they're the bad ones. <laughs> what else have we got? Anything else? There's some more animal stuff. Uh, sugar thief. Uh, An elephant with a sweet tusk was filmed wandering into a road in Chachanooga. No, Chachanooksal, Thailand. And okay. deliberately blocking traffic. Deliberately. So that it could snatch sugar cane from the backs of trucks as they slowed down. Hey, slow down, con. I'm having some of your sugar cane or you can't go past. <laughs> the... The elephant tried to steal from more than a dozen trucks in two hours before wandering back into the jungle. I've got a sweet tooth, what can I say? I've got, you know, I've got two hours in my diary and uh, I'm going to use it well and I'm going to try and steal from up to a dozen trucks Uh, if I can. (laughs) Is what he told his mates. Where are you going? I'm going into town. (laughs) What are you doing there? Uh, what uh, what are you going to do? I've got some humans to fuck about with. I'm after Going some sugar cane. Try and, uh, there's a sugar cane delivery coming through town. I'm going to fucking try and knit. I'm going to try and steal the sugar cane off up to 12 trucks. Fancy coming with us? No, I can't fucking be asked. Fine. But you're not having any of my fucking sugar cane when I come back. I'm going to keep it all up my trunk and then hide it in my guts. <laughs> yeah, so don't come trying to nick it off me at night. Remember, elephants sleep standing up, if you didn't know. <laughs> well, hang on. We've just missed something else very significant on this page. Uh, and at the top, it says, it's a picture of, well, I don't know, it, look, it looks like a really shiny, glittery um, blob. Ball. A bit like your blob, but well, more this is it. like it's a, a blob. disco blob. It's a fucking blob, yeah, a disco blob. Oh. And it says, believe it or not, this blob is a single-celled organism. While most unicellular creatures are impossible to see with a naked eye, this one, Valonia ventricosa, also known as bubble algae or sailor's eyeball, can grow more Ooh. than two inches wide. It's a fat blob, Sam. A fat blob. Fucking lovely. Lovely stuff. There's all kinds of um, shit down in the bottom of the, bottom of the sea, isn't it? It's quite a glamorous blob, isn't it? It's quite yeah, a glamorous like said, blob. Disco. Yeah. Ever been uh, scuba diving, mate? I haven't, no. You? Nah. Nah, nah I don't right. fancy it. I've been snorkelling. <laughs> we might do it as a... A deep dive, literally a deep dive. <laughs> yeah, we could put go. 
We, we're planning. I'm going to call up Acast and tell them we got big plans <laughs> yeah. this year. The Top Flight Time Machine. We want to be the first podcast to uh, do it live from under the ocean, this right feels... at the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> it feels more like a Netflix thing. This next level. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's all good. Fat blob, lovely. Let's do another page, shall we? Before we wrap this up. Okay. All right. Yeah, all right. Speaking of which, blob, give us a number. Just give it a whack. It's chosen 88. 88. Two fat blobs. 88. Whoa, you <laughs> fucker. What's that? Oh, my God. We've right, hit the I'm, jackpot. Oh, I'm just going to read... Well, the headline says... Read fi- the headline. Fire fetus. Ah. Oh. Um, and it says, In Bolivia, dried llama fetuses are set ablaze as an offering to the goddess Mother Earth, Pachamama. Pachamama. This is for you, Pachamama. This is dried fetus from a llama. Have have some of that. It's a fucking llama fetus and it's all dried out how you like it. This is next level from the the Korean dog diet thing we were discussing a bit earlier. Yeah, this is really... Like you said that what I said was shocking, but I'm sorry. Yeah. This is way beyond the, uh, the prospect of Gary Wilmot eating a dog. Yeah, nipple, who, nipples out who, or not. Who gets a fucking dry fetus of a fucking llama? That's I disgusting. Know. I know. Um, and they sell them on the streets. In La Paz, birthplace of, can you guess? Birthplace of, I don't know. Pancho from the Flats. <gasps> wow, is that where he was born? Yeah. And then he came over to the UK as Yeah, a when he was just a baby. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's, he's a skip. And he's got an interesting story, actually. He, right. His mother, uh, God rest her soul, Hanara, she uh, ended up... They, they came over from Bolivia, and she took a job working for quite a posh family as a mm. housekeeper, right? right? And the young Pancho from the Flats um, lived in a little, some sort of annex house with his mum on the grounds of this posh family. This is when they first came, mm-hmm. when he was very young. And my brother, Cass, once told me a story that he reckoned Pancho told him. is that, like, he, he, he was a bit confused because he'd come from abject poverty in Bolivia and suddenly he was living with, like, a, a really semi-aristocratic family in England. Yeah. But they treated him quite nicely. And he adopted a, a goose that was on the grounds. They had some animals on the grounds. And right. he sort of became very friendly with this goose and it was, like, his best mate. We're back to geese again. Fucking and, hell. And then... Uh, and then um, on Christmas Day, they were kind enough to invite Pancho from the Flats and his mum, mm-hmm. Hanara, to eat uh, t- eat Christmas dinner with the family. Right. And they, Pancho was tucking into his meal, and they said, are you enjoying your meal, Pancho? And he said, yeah. And they went, are you enjoying the goose? Mm. And he went, yeah. Oh. And they went, that's your goose, mate. Oh, no. Yeah. You're Fuck. fucking eating your best mate. This. And we wonder why Pancho's had mental health problems. Well, exactly. I was just going to say that. This episode has escalated from the possibility of eating a dog's nose in the north. Mm. So and the reality. We've and that was just, like I say, that was a flight of fancy. This is uh, the reality, reality. Yeah. Of, a, of a young lad from Bolivia coming to England, Fuck. befriending a goose, and then that goose being fed to him. Wow. I don't know what to say. Mm. 
There's one other thing. There's one other thing that's troubling me as well, mm. which is that page eighty nine on the other side of this two page yeah. is a one that we've done before. Is it's it? the illegal potatoes. And yet, yeah, remember we don't remember the fetus. <clears throat> yeah, we didn't. We didn't look at the llama fetus, which was staring us in the face. Fucking hell! Different times, mate. Fucking hell! Different times. Uh, all right, I'm going to pick just one at random then to finish the. Uh, oh, you're d- dismissing of... the blob, are you? No, not a page. A, a random story on 80, page 89. Well, we've done 89 already. We've covered it. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. let's get the, the blob in action again. See what it can all give right. us. Give it, give it a little years. whack. Last whack of the night, mate. Then you can go back to your cage. 198. We've done this one as well. What the fuck? Oh, my God. That's oh, the fucking, blob. This is the blob's fault. Two oh. whacks. No, not two too much, mate. Or you'll have the fucking... You'll have the... Um, Social services round. 168. We're from from Blob Services. (laughs) We're we're doing a a surprise fucking visit to assess (laughs) to assess whether or not your rig is appropriate for blob keeping. (laughs) 168. This is the one we've not done before. Thankfully. Um. Oh, there's a. Okay, right. I'm not, well, I'm looking, two, I'm, I can't, this, I can't yeah, t- I'm not keen on this bollocks. I, I can't like, take my eyes off Santa Clauses. Yeah. Yeah, 169 is much better because it's a butter sculptor. It's a butter sculptor uh, in Canada um, yeah. and he has sculpted lots of things in butter, including, remember that Ikea monkey that wore the big coat? Yeah. The monkey that was found running around in Ikea. He's done a oh. butter sculpture of the Ikea monkey. Oh, that's nice. That's and they've fantastic. got an arrow that says sculpting butter. So <laughs> there is there is special butter specifically for sculpting. There must which be. Uh, makes me take the which to me takes the edge off the whole enterprise because they go, Yeah, 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 I sculpt the whole thing out of butter. And you go, That's amazing. You make these incredible sculptures that are so detailed, yeah. right? Out of just normal household butter, like what, like Lurpak or something. Mm-hmm. Well, it's sculpting butter. Mm-hmm. Well, what's that? It's a little bit closer to cement in consistency. Mm. So it's not butter at all, is it, you cunt? Let, put it this way. Yellow Can cement. I spread it on my toast and eat it? Nah, it probably wouldn't be that healthy. <laughs> it's not really made for eating, so it's not butter. It just happens to be fucking yellow. Yeah. Fucking bullshitter. Yeah, it's. Uh, it looked promising. It's delivered very little. Um, Who's the guy in the chair holding two teddy bears? That's Justin Trudeau. It yellow Is it? face I rather it than black a bit face. Like him. Yeah, but he looks much older. He does, doesn't he? he might be his dad. Yeah, because his dad was um, uh, prime minister, wasn't he? In the sixties, seventies, and eighties, was he? Yeah. Oh yeah, of course he was. Yeah. Yeah, his dad was prime minister. That's what I was so thinking. It was Could Sir, it be him? But no, it's not. It's Sir Justin John Trudeau, Trudeau, wasn't he? Sir John Trudeau. Yeah, the um, of the Justin Trudeau, Trudeau has. Has he won? We sort of won uh, his second term, but mm. it ran really close, and he lost his majority because people have gone right off him. Partly because of blackface, and partly because he's sort of championing of all the most liberal causes that there are, as yeah. has become sort of nauseating <laughs> to a lot of people. <laughs> too and so they kind of like the way he's, he's running the country on the one hand, but they think he's a bit of an irritating cunt. Yeah. So. He's a bit gutted about this, and he went on holiday to Costa Rica for Christmas, 
and he's come back sporting a salt and pepper beard. Oh, right. As a sort of statement. Yeah, he's sort of come back to say, I'm going to be more serious from now on. Right. So. Like me dad. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to stop fucking just going on about legalising cannabis and allowing transgenderism all over the place. I've got to start Start fucking knuckling down a bit, doing proper prime ministering. I'll start hunting animals and blacking up again. Yeah. Careful what you wish for, eh? Yeah. Right, there's nothing else on that page. I've had a look. I don't like it. So okay. um, I think we'll call it a day. Let's wrap it up. I think yeah. it's been a strong episode. And I do apologise for the things I said about that dog. I am a, a, a lover of dogs and I would never eat one or endorse anyone else eating well, one. Well, you know, with hindsight, that was really quite minor compared to some of the stuff that came later. So um, Yeah, but the other stuff was just reporting stories. Believe it or not, we believe, believe all it. of it. Panchos believe it or not. Oh, God. I'm going to be haunted by that. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back with more of the same soon. TTFN, dickheads. Keep it cutty. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.